This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Fourth and 16. Pressure comes. Imano Bebe with the ball in the air. Makes the catch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Patrick Hattazone. Tough game earlier in the week, and we've got one to preview now. But first, we want to get a, a quick shout out to our new sponsor, Homefield. We mentioned them last episode. We want to talk about them again. They're a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis. Uh, very comfortable, really cool gear. And they're announcing an Illini collection tomorrow. And me and Pat got a little sneak peek of some of the designs, and they are awesome. So make sure you guys head to Homefield tomorrow to order some Illini gear. Um, mm-hmm. You guys can get 20% off your first order with the promo code, excuse me, 15% off your first order with the promo code Champagne Room in all caps. That's C-H-A-M-P-A-I-G-N-R-O-O-M at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. I know that's where I'll be tomorrow, Pat. What about you? Oh, absolutely. We got that sneak peek. And and right away, the first year I saw, I was like, oop, buying that tomorrow. So I uh, can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Should be a lot of fun. And with that, we'll get right into it with the front page. Illinois took a tough in-conference road loss to Rutgers on Wednesday, 70 to 59, the final. And listen, we talked a lot about this team being great on the road. We've talked a lot about Rutgers being great at home, really good in conference. Illinois has been, they've sat at the top pretty much all year round, but this game, it, it was just a stinker, really bad, bad game by Illinois. They got outplayed, out hustled, out worked, out rebounded, which is always surprising when you have Kofi Coburn on your team. And for, for Rutgers, they had a few guys in double figures, Ron Harper, Jr. 16 and eight. He made some nice, uh, Nice plays in the first half. Clifford Amuriai, um, 15 points and 13 rebounds. He was all over. Uh, Paul McKay, 13 and seven assists. And Caleb McConnell, good defensively, also threw in 11 points. For Illinois, the only thing that was really working was Kofi Coburn offensively, 20 points and 10 rebounds. Um, he scored the first seven of the game, and nobody else had a field goal, I think, until under like the 10-minute mark in the first half. It was, it was an ugly start to the game. Um, and nothing else worked except for a very late run aided by RJ Melendez, 10 points and two rebounds there. But aside from that, not many positives to draw out of this game. No, Illinois was just outclassed and, and we thought it was going to be a big win. Totally put on, um, totally put it on us uh, a little bit of a yeah, freezing cold takes. Yeah. Flip the script on us there. We, um, yeah, it, it, look, there was low production from the offense again. Um, what did we start out 0 for 9 or 0 for 12 from three? Is that correct? 0 for 13 to start, or no, 0 for 12. We made our 13th, right? That was bad. Like, Jacob Branson needs to get his offense going. Trent picked it up a little bit, he still needs to have a little bit more production. And, and Alphonse Palmer was ice cold, like, he couldn't get he couldn't hit a shot that wasn't, um, you know, uh, beyond the three point arc. Um, Curbelo was extremely sloppy again. I like, I, I don't know how you fix that. Um, Coburn had a great game. <laughs> so yeah, we're getting used there. to saying that, unfortunately. Kofi's been playing great. He played great um, at the rack. Uh, 
defensively, he was all right. Um, but he had a good game. So um, Kofi's still doing Kofi things, but everyone around him needs to step it up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And Brad Underwood met the media today, and he said a lot of things that um, will probably excite a fan and get the team riled up. I'll start with the really simple um, message that he told the media today that when they got back, they didn't get back from Rutgers until 2 a.m., and Alfonso Plummer and Jacob Grandison went straight into the gym and shot. So that's something you definitely like to see. He also said, I wasn't mad at our looks. We got good looks. If we, um, by the percentage of shots we took, Illinois would win that game 92% of the time. So that's um, something that you can maybe hang your hat on. But he said um, a lot of things about effort. He said this is like the third game in a row that they got uh, out toughed. He said that pisses me off. That's bullshit right there. We got punked. They took it to us. We went to the Pizza Hut parking lot and they kicked our ass. He was very candid uh, today talking to the media. um, And he said, um, I don't care if it's five dudes from the rec center. We're going to fight now. So I'm expecting a very physical, tough team to to come out against Michigan State later in the week. There's one other thing he said. I'm trying to find it here. Um, We haven't contested shots at the rim. We haven't taken charges. We haven't dove on the floor for loose balls. We've got to be better at that we haven't had great energy in three games i'd like to say we're mature we're not are we going to lay down and take it no we're going to fight back that's who we are that's what brad said today so um obviously wasn't happy with the effort in that game and kind of the few games before it but i think we'll see a much more energized illinois team on saturday in east lansing yeah i it, it's funny the 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 ball the, the comment about not going after loose balls and stuff, I totally felt that myself. Low effort. I just felt like it, it was just a bad game. Like, all around, there's nothing you could really hang your hat on doing well. But, and yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any kind of positive. Rutgers is good at the rack, right? Like, they they honestly deserve to be in the tournament way better than Iowa. Um, I don't think Iowa deserves Easily. it. Um, they got Purdue next, which is a big game for them. But when you beat that many – uh, teams in a row like that. I mean, come on, man. Like they, they deserve to be in. Yeah. And I think they definitely will be just like a lot of teams in this big 10. It's a grind. It's a grind of a conference and Rutgers has pulled off four in a row over Michigan state, Wisconsin, Rutgers, and us, which is not easy to do. So got to give kudos to Rutgers. They played well. Um, Coach Peichel has, has got them believing and defending their home court very well. Um, so we'll see how that shakes up. They're only a, a, a game out of first place right now in the Big Ten, a game and a half out of first place in the Big Ten. Illinois is half a game out behind Purdue, who beat Northwestern on Wednesday and took over first place. So Illinois is their work cut out for them. They got to win this game against Michigan State in East Lansing, which is not easy to do. Um, that game's on Saturday, tomorrow morning, actually 11 a.m. So it's an early one. So we're going to have to be up to watch the Illini. Um, last time these two teams squared off, Illinois won 56 to 55, um, dominated the first half and kind of got dominated in the second half. But they end up squeaking it out by one point. They didn't score for the final four minutes and came out on top um, without Kofi, without Curbelo. It was Trent with 16 and Plummer with 11. And Luke Goody had nine off the bench, and that was kind of how they won that game. Now it's kind of R.J. Melendez who's taken over that, that lead freshman spot uh, at the moment, and 
Obviously, Kofi is back, so we won't see as much Bossman's Verdonk or Omar Payne. And we've got Curbelo in the rotation as well. So we'll see how it ends up turning out this time around. But I got to say, especially after Coach said all those things, I like Illinois' chances. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it'll be interesting to see where Kofi fits into the mix against the uh, MSU team, whether it's Bingham Jr. Or, or, or Gabe Brown taking over, guarding him. You know, I, I've mentioned that playing some of those those types of forwards really bring is difficult for Illinois. Uh, Joey Hauser is the guy I singled out last time, but I think Bingham Jr. is probably an even better example, especially with Kofi, because he's he's a stretch five four guy, right? And they play relatively small. I mean, they have a lot of forwards, but they don't have a true center. Those guys can stretch the floor, and they're going to stretch Kofi out. He's not going to be able to guard the hoop as well. It'll be interesting. I, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious how that works out for Illinois, but production's got to be there, right? Granison, Bosman's, um, anybody. I don't know why I said Bosman's there. It was bad as Grandison, Frazier, Plummer, like they need to get going. And 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 Kofi's gonna give you what Kofi's gonna give you. That's that's gonna be 20 point 20, 20 points there. But those three guys need to step it up down the stretch. They, they've been pretty cold relatively and 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 lazy with the ball. I mean against Rutgers, have that many turnovers, just how utterly sloppy they were. It, it's bad. They gotta fix that quick. Because that's, that's how you're going to get. That's how you're going to get kicked out of the tournament quick. You're not going to make yeah. it to the second weekend if you keep doing that. And especially that after turning it over 20 times against Northwestern, you'd think they'd be a little bit more. Um, what would be the word there? A little more protective of the ball. So hopefully we'll see that this time around. Um, you imagine. I mean, Demonte hasn't been too productive offensively, but you got to imagine Grandison and Frazier and Plummer start hitting their threes a little bit, and when they do this team scores in bunches. So I'd, I'd expect to see a little bit more of that. Definitely more high scoring than 56-55, which was what it was the last team last time these two teams played. Mm-hmm. Um, Illinois has to make more threes than they did the last two games. The second half of Northwestern and the first half of the um, Rutgers game, Illinois shot like a combined two for 26 from three. You got to be better. This team – you're going to get 20 and 10 from Kofi and what's going to separate wins and losses is if you make your threes. So they need to start knocking them down. Yep. Absolutely. Um, trying to think of anything else. <sighs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we can preview it a little bit. Um, this team is led primarily. What would you say? Their best players, Christy. Eh, it's hard to say. I'd say Bingham jr. Marcus Bingham Jr. is probably yeah. It could be both of them. Both of them are solid. Christie's more of a facilitator. Um, Christie's been a letdown, <laughs> and he he only scored two points the last time these two uh, played. So Trent kind of had that matchup. Bingham Jr. had the best game out of anybody there. He's a senior, seven foot two thirty. Kofi still got like sixty pounds on him, but he scored thirteen last time around. Malik Hall's pretty good. He's athletic, but he missed those crucial free throws at the end of the game. They're, they're a deep team, Joey Hauser, Gabe Brown. They got a lot of different guys and guys that can shoot, but they didn't shoot too well against no. Illinois last time out. And Illinois is pretty good at defending opponents' threes. Um, so, you know, you imagine Kofi can kind of take away Bigham and Frazier can kind of take away Christie, and you got to like your chances to win that game. You do. And, and and Gabe Brown too. I mean, I, he's probably the best player on the team. It, it's hard to say. His team's full of. It's a weird team. Um, they're deep. They're deep. They're deep, and they're long. And 
they got a weird mix of seniors and freshmen. <laughs> yeah, it's it, Gabe Brown, Malik Hall, Max Christie, and Bigham Jr. all average over nine points and less than 13 points. So, you know, production comes from all over. They average about 70-ish points a game. Um, but Illinois held them to 55 last time out. So, it, you know, it'll be interesting. We'll see what we get. Yeah, you got to force turnovers again with, with this team. If you can force them to be sloppy, they're not good. Um, and you got to capitalize on that. They capitalize on it, and, and then they hit the brakes, right? Illinois did. Uh, and they were lucky to come away with that win. So, do it again. Breslin's a hard place to play. I've never been to Breslin. I, I'd love to go to this game, but it's not, not in the works. So, we'll see. What's your uh, score prediction? I'm going to take Illinois to win this one a little bit more high scoring than the last time. I'll take Illinois 71, Michigan State 66. A kind of close game. Illinois kind of pulls away at the end, wins by five, and takes back mm. at least a tie of first place in the Big Ten. I'll go with a buzzer beater. Let's do 65, 64, Illinois. Ooh, who's yeah. making it? Plummy? Trent. Okay. Trent, buzzer three. Oh, speaking of Trent Frazier and Kofi Coburn, a little bit of Illini history to make mention of um, Kofi Coburn with his last game uh, with 20 points, 10 rebounds, set the new Illinois record for double doubles in a career. That was his 42nd. Um, And in that last game against Rutgers, Trent Frazier made three threes, tying him with D Brown with 299 for second in program history. The next three he makes will put him second alone all time in Illinois history. He'll be the first or the second player ever with 300 made threes. He trails only Corey Bradford. And if he could really get on a hot streak in the next couple of games, he might be able to, to tie or beat Bradford, but he needs about 27 threes to get there. And probably even if they win the big 10 tournament and the, the rest of it, like 13 games. So like three a game, for the rest of the year. So it might be unlikely, but even so second place all time passing D Brown, that'd be a huge milestone for Trent and he'll get there on his next three. And then I'll add one more. Alfonso Plummer leads the big 10 with 74 made threes this season. And he's five made threes away from getting into the top 10 in Illini history for threes in a season. So three little milestone watches to keep an eye on that got a little bit closer in that Rutgers game. Yeah, that should be interesting. Good good for Kofi. He, he's got a chance to be all-time great. Points, number one, if he comes back next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's that's the numbers I crunched uh, Tuesday talking about the, the National Player of the Year. Personally, I think he is. But um, if he comes back next year and continues to average 22 points a game through the end of the rest of this year and next year, um, he might be the all-time leading scorer. So that'll certainly be something to see. Um, also just want to quickly mention that Brad Underwood got named to the Naismith watch list, uh, for coach of the year. So congratulations to him. Hopefully he can keep this going and, you know, coach Illinois into a win this weekend against Michigan state and into the rest of the big 10 season, hopefully get a big 10 championship. But for now, that'll do it for this edition of Oski talk. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out home field tomorrow while you're watching the Atlanta, get some new gear. Again, promo code champagne room for 15% off first order. But for now, thank you guys for listening. For Patrick, I'm Anthony, ILL. I and I.